Alola. This is funny. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our second episode of... What is it called? Alola Vacation. Oh, why not adventure? Because you're not you're you're on a vacation island under the Alolan sun. I see. I thought you were going to say that I'm a vacation from the regularly scheduled wow regularly scheduled programming of it's super effective. So that's why vacation. No vacation because they say vacation a lot in this. Okay. In the themes the theme song. Okay. I'm your host SPJ. <laughs> You are listening to this. You are a Patreon subscriber, so I thank you for that. Hopefully you enjoyed the first ep- I'm assuming you enjoyed the first episode. That's why you're back here for episode two, which this episode is titled The Guardian's Challenge, and I am here with Irene. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I didn't say hello. I said hi. All right. Next time I'll say hey. Okay. I see. Yes. So we watched episode <laughs> two. We did. Do you want to talk about whether you love Sycamore or Kukui more? Oh, right away, right off the bat? No, we can save it. We'll okay. just, keep, just was... keep teasing it out. Okay, well, that's okay. What was the other unanswered questions we had? Uh, we were talking about voices, character voices. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was the impressions of the theme song. Do you have impressions or do you still need to listen to it a couple more times? Is it a bop? Is it not a bop? Is it a bop or is it not a bop? Okay, so my feelings about this, because I took notes about it. The theme song? Yes. Okay. I think I still need to listen to it a couple of times, but we watched two and three together, and by the end of episode three, I was like, hmm, but at the beginning of episode two, <laughs> it reminded me of like happy ska music. So, and that's like, that's how I would describe the theme song, really, like the same with the horns and stuff like that. Uh, I think that the lyrics are okay. I don't know. There's something lacking about it that I can't decide what that is yet, but I mean, it's cute. It's not my favorite. The complaints Um, I've heard is it's just not long enough. Okay. Interesting. I I don't, I don't know if that, that. Holds water, but... If that holds water like a glass? Yeah. I don't okay. know if it's a glass or not, but... I see. <laughs> do you yeah. want Do you want to talk about the episode? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's go. Do you have the blurb? The blurb. The blurb? I, do, I have the... Excuse me? The Voltorb? Now that Ash has decided to become a Pokemon school student in the Alola region, his classmates throw him a welcome party. Three of them challenge him to various competitions... A balloon popping contest versus Sophocles and his Tokutamaru, a land and water race between Pikachu and Lana's Poplio, and a Tauros race against Kiawe. Finally, Professor Kakui challenges him to a Pokemon battle, but Tapu Koko interrupts. It wants to battle Ash instead, and it wants him to try out his very first Z move, Gigavolt Havoc. As Pikachu unleashes an astonishingly powerful burst of ener- energy, it's electricity, same thing. Ash's Z-Crystal shatters. He decides to undergo an island challenge trial to earn a new one. That's the blurb. So what are your... I never asked asked last time, but... Ask. Asked. I never asked last time, but what was your <laughs> thoughts on the first episode? Did you like it? Did you not? Are you sure you didn't ask me? I... Mm. Did you ask... 
I don't know if I asked. Yeah, it was fine. It was cute. It was a good intro to a new series, a new location. I think it was a good start. So, yeah, I liked it. All right. Yeah. It's kind of hard to judge a whole season of a sh- I mean, you can like and not like certain episodes, I suppose. I mean, if I was someone like you, I would make a decision about the entire oh, yeah. season after the first two minutes. Sounds about uh, off the theme song alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 seconds or however okay. long that theme song is. Uh, we get the beginning of the episode where we see uh, Lana's Papilio blowing what they call a balloon which really annoys me because it's clearly blowing bubbles, but they they will continue throughout th- this episode, and I think in future episodes to call the bubbles balloons. I don't know why that annoys me so much. Maybe it's just a translation issue. I, but I mean, I don't know. We've been we've we've come pretty far in translations to. I mean, to know the s- difference between a bubble and not a bubble. Yeah, but there are still some dubs that are lacking. I don't know. I don't really think this one is really lacking, but that could just be a translation issue. Or maybe they just want to call the bubble a balloon. I'm, I don't approve. Okay, well, that's what you think. Sophocles and his Toga de Maru, Maru doing a little wheel thing with his computer. I don't know if they mentioned this, but his... Togodomaro is a girl. I don't think they have. Okay. Okay. They they make it a point of it, I think, eventually. Okay. <laughs> Lily doesn't have a Pokemon yet. At least I mean I've seen a lot of episodes. I don't think I don't she know. She does not have a Pokemon yet. Not yeah, I don't know if she does or does do not. You, do you want to see what you want to hear what my first note is about this episode? Yeah. It says Lily is annoying. I can't stand her voice. Okay. I ugh, I can't. I I just can't. See, I'm I'm mm. in the house. You're in the house. I you're I, you're in the house of Excuse Lily's me? voice is annoying. Did I'm you... in a different house. I'm in the I think Sophocles' voice is annoying. Sophocles's Sophocles. Sophocles. I'm pretty sure that if your name ends in an S, you can either say is or you can just end with the regular. S. Well, the the, the apostrophe say, thing. Yeah, so you can say, well, it's the same thing with the regular I'm talking apostrophe. About his you can either S, do his, S apostrophe. I'm talking S. about his S. Okay. I mean his voice. Well, <laughs> Sophocles's voice. You can either say Sophocles's or you could say Sophocles. That's what I, I said. Sophocles's. Yeah, but you can say both. I'm only saying one. Oh, okay. I'm saying the the <laughs> the harder one to say. I feel. Yeah. S's are hard. Why does your name start with You're one? telling me. True. Mallow, uh, I think, is making food, or always seems to be making food in these episodes, but we have the whole Lily being scared of Pokemon. That happens. Yep. Kiawe arrives, talking about making a delivery to Ula Ula Island, talks about his Charizard some more, Ash and Pikachu enter. Kiawe instantly notices that Ash has a Z-Ring. Now, Kiawe is the only other student in the classroom with a Z-Ring. Yes. Ash talks about how Tapu Koko gave him the Z-Ring before before Principal Oak comes in. Um. Okay, but so during this conversation that Ash and... During this conversation that Ash and Kiawe were having... Um, he was like, well, why do you have a Z, like a Z ring? I don't understand. Very judgy. And it was funny because my thoughts were, 
because Kiawe kind of started lecturing about how the importance of a Z-Ring means that you need to have a special relationship between you and your Pokemon and la da la and la di da di da and you need to like have this relationship that's for the better good of all of Pokemon kind and stuff like that and I was just like lol like that's funny because it's Ash and Pikachu <laughs> so that was enough for me to note because I just thought it was interesting that he I mean obviously he doesn't know because new characters new location but it was funny to me. I don't know what service it does to a younger audience to take the time to explain how and why the Z-Ring is important, and then to have Ash go, I don't understand any of that, but okay. Yeah. It, it's kind of just like a cop-out of, we're explaining this because that's what Game Freak and the Pokemon Company and whoever has decided the importance of z-rings yep but we don't have a way to break it down to a younger audience what would ash do he would just say okay i'm dumb let's move on it's just a weird and he and ash does this multiple times it could be boring i mean that's i mean it's kind of realistic in that he's 10 years old and it's like okay i don't okay Thank you for trying, but I still don't get it. Let's move on. I guess, but then why don't you just change the conversation to be something a little more simpler or I don't know. It would maybe it'll come back. Yeah, maybe so they'll elaborate later on potentially. And I'm not I'm I'm sure there are plenty of kids that totally understand that. I just don't I just don't see why Ash just kind of goes, "I'm dumb." Yeah, because it's Ash Ketchum. <laughs> like, what? He's dumb. <laughs> like, he's not very... Like maybe he could have at least asked a follow-up question. He doesn't care. He's very impatient. I feel like... That's true. He he's is, like, yeah. up and let's go. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. That's Ash. He's very Eliza. Let it go. I don't even know... Uh, if... Her name is... <laughs> her name is Elsa. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Kiawe okay. is is so serious. <laughs> we saw him be very serious to Team Skull in the first episode. Yes. We saw him very serious when Ash walks in with the Z-Ring. But do you remember him in the games? He had the hiker quiz. Yeah, and it was hilarious. It was not serious at all. It was really funny. I think that was one of my favorite trials. I'm not saying that. It's an issue. Maybe it'll just, it's a curveball. Maybe. I, I like both, Kia, I like serious Kiawe in the anime, and I like goofball Kiawe in the game. They're just not lining up yet at this point. Mm-hmm. It is also episode two. Where I feel like Lana, has, and Lana and Mallow have lined up pretty closely to what I kind of imagined them to be. I would agree with that. Principal Oak walks in. And they start talking about Alolan Executor. And the the takeaway I got from this is Oak mentions how Alolan Executor is actually the true form of Executor because of the climate it's in. Yep. And he mentions how he calls them regional variants. And I hope that term sticks in future Pokemon games because you see, like, Alolan... Marowak and Alolan Grimer and Alolan Muck and stuff. 
obvious if there was a future pokemon game that wouldn't work but if you say that this is a regional variant that seems to i'm just saying i don't want them to get rid of a different variants of pokemon like i like that vulpix can be now ice or fire depending on the region it was interesting that with how like if it was the perfect climate this is how executor would look but he was like this is the way it should be and i was just like "Mm, but like why that's just like you're just like dumping all over the other executor. It's like, well, you're not right. Like that's not <laughs> like that's the that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, it is weird that he he says like this is the perfect executor because it's in the correct region. Yeah, and it gets the amount of sun. But then if you think about a lowland Sa- sand slash or a lowland Vulpix, I'm pretty sure their Pokedex entries say because they're not in the correct region, they had to adapt. Otherwise, they would have died or whatever. They um, yeah, they so, softened it so up. So if you were in like Alola and you went to like Kanto, then you would be like, oh, hey, this is the correct version. I don't know. So that's kind of like cool because depending on what region, like they can adjust depending on where they are. So then they could. Ooh, where's my train of thought? So, oh, so if there's something that has a type that is disputed, they could make a regional variant for somewhere else and then fix it. So then they could be like, oh, okay, well, this is, this is what it would be like in an ideal climate for this Pokemon. Like, we fixed it instead of. I think that's the right word. Ideal, the ideal climate, not the correct type, typing. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what we. We ex- if everything was perfect, this is what it should be. Not this is correct. Yeah. I want Oak yelling down my throat of what's correct or what's not correct. The only other thing notable from this, at least from what I took away, is Ash touches Alolan Executor's tail, which has a mind of its own, which I'm fairly confident the Pokedex entry in Sun and Moon does mention this as well. Yep. Uh, and... Out of all the people in the room, Lily was the one that knew about that. The, the person who is afraid of Pokemon seems to know the most about Pokemon. Yeah, it seemed like she was very much a theory-based person rather than someone that wants to have practical experience like or hands-on experience. So it's like, I can read all these things about Pokemon, but like when I interact with them, I don't actually know what to do and I'm uncomfortable. She's able to watch other people kind of interact with them and kind of guide them the correct way. But I think when she does it herself, she kind of gets flustered. That's kind of just how I'm seeing her so far. Does she seem like, I guess, uh, let, let me broaden this question. Does anyone so far in the season seem like they have characteristics of older characters like Brock or Tracy or Iris or... Ash, you're such a kid. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I loved Iris, except for all, that. All memorable anime characters have a catch line, right? Like, cowabunga, dude. Uh. Don't have a cow, man. Doe? I'm just naming. I just did Three Simpsons. Yeah, okay. Um, is there anyone that reminds me of of a previous anime character? Well, I know what you're going to say, so... I'll. I mean, I'll hold judgment on that for a couple more episodes. Because I don't agree. Yeah, no. that I kind of said that Kiawe 
kind of reminded me of Brock in the in the sense that Brock was not much, but technically Brock was older and more knowledgeable than Ash. And Kiawe comes across as the oldest, most knowledgeable in the group of classroom students. Yeah, and that's initial characterization. Actually, though, I mean, it could end up being the same because I feel like Brock, nah, I don't know. But like Brock did kind of get goofier as time went on. Yeah. And so Kiawe, we know how he's supposed, well, not supposed to be. Look at me doing this now. How Kiawe was in the game in comparison to how he is in the anime. So that could, that same transition could happen. Like, like in the Orange Islands, Tracy kind of replaced the role of Brock. Yep. Where Brock was always acknowledging what Ash was doing in battle, letting Ash know about Pokemon. Brock was almost like a second Pokedex plus the, the person to go to with advice. Where Brock separated from Tracy is Brock was very caring about his Pokemon. He wanted to be, he knew more about Pokemon's diets and their, and nutrition and stuff like that. Where Tracy filled the shoes of Brock, but Brock, but Tracy didn't care about nutrition or breeding or anything. He cared about like photography and stuff. Yep. I don't think that Kiawe is going to be the, person that mentions or compliments Ash in battle because at least during the Tapu Koko one they all kind of mention different things that Ash was doing whereas in black and white I think I can't remember Silent Silent Silen was again he was so cute filling Brock's shoes of, I mean as the male companion but really I don't know he was definitely like complimenting and pointing out at what things Ash did in battle way more than Iris ever did. The only difference, again, between uh, Silent and Brock was Silent cared about just making food in general, not making food for Pokemon, yeah. except he, do- he ends up filling that role, too. Yeah. I think this is this whole process, this whole season, Ash has more complimentary characters than he ever did. Or like complimentary as in complimenting. Yeah. Rather than supporting. Yeah, maybe supporting is the better word. You know, in the first season he has... Yep, so supporting characters. Misty and Brock. And then now he has, what, Lily, Sophocles. Mallow. Mallow, Kiawe. I think that's it. Yeah. Lana, five. Lily, did you say? Yeah. Lily Lily and Lana. I don't know which order. Lana, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but we don't even know if if he's going to venture off of the, the, the I would assume eventually he gets away from the school because the school's on one island and he has three other islands to go to yeah so who's I, exploration I'm classes if, if all those students are going to follow him as as he goes I'm here I'm excited for the trials because I don't know if they're going to disclose that they're the trial holders facilitators like yeah, I don't think we know that yet, and I'm I'm excited to just see Ash's reaction to that. Um, just because this this show so far has also been very anime in that just stylized and character reactions and stuff like that, and I've been really enjoying that a lot. Ash goes back to Professor Kakui's house. Kakui treats Ash and Pikachu to dinner. This is when we first get introduced to Rockruff. Uh, Rockruff seems to like Ash. And Pikachu, 
Uh, Kakui gets a phone call. I thought they were setting up like some deeper plot, but it's actually... It's just for the party that they end up throwing. However, my one thing is that this is probably not important to anybody, but I was like, ugh, because Ash ate all of his food before Kakui even sat down. And I was just like, oh, child. Why? Very, very rude. Why are you like this to Ash? <laughs> For very once. rude. We can go through the, the, the party really quickly because I don't think there's a lot of noticeable stuff. And it also already went, it was covered in the blurb. Oh, that's true. Uh, the Sophocles uh, balloon popping thing. Yep. Which those were real balloons. Those were not bubbles. Those were actual balloons. The only notable thing there is... I have a question. Yeah. So if if you blow a bubble and the bubble itself is a whole sphere and floats away, isn't that technically a balloon? That's nah, still a bubble. Why? Because it's still a bubble. Oh, I see. <laughs> I can't go to the store and buy... Well, no, I can't go to the store and buy bubbles, but I have to make the bubbles... You have to make balloons. Like, what is the difference? You still need to put air into this something. Yeah. I don't agree that they're interchangeable at this point. I mean, I didn't say they're interchangeable. Is, I was asking what the difference was. Is a balloon a bubble? Is a or bubble... Or is a bubble a balloon? Which is the, which? Is, which? is a hot dog... No. A sandwich. I love how... What makes a chair a chair? Is a taco... A hot dog. Excuse me? Think about this. A taco no. is really exactly like a hot dog. They both have meat in the center. And they both have, quote unquote, a shell slash bread, which is both made out of flour and wheat. And or corn tortillas. That's right. You could have, a, is a corn dog oh my God. a taco? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Oh, your face. That's the real question of the episode. <laughs> uh, the only takeaway we get from Toga tomorrow is uh, it knows lightning rod, which it does in both the anime and the show. The, thing, the takeaway is something that we already know. The takeaway. We know. Is the corn dog question. Uh, Lily. Not Sorry, not Lily. Ash La- loses Lana. that contest. Ash loses the contest uh, to Populio. Populio can swim 25 miles per hour. That's in the, really fast. In the water. I don't know. They're setting Ash up for failure here. What a party. Hey, we're going to throw you a party. You're going to lose everything. I totally said this to you. Ugh. Feeling my lines. I am upset that Ash lost the Tauros race. Ash has 400 Tauros. He should know how to ride one. And he should know how to ride one better than anyone. How did he lose? Because it's Ash. That's a good, good answer. <laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, something that um, I'm pretty sure Sophocles had said this. Sorry to go back for a second. It's just a side note. It was very comforting to hear it. The formula is instruction. Let's go. Like, that's very just comforting to hear, like, a trainer instructing their Pokemon. And then saying, like, let's go. I don't know. Like, you can do... I don't know. That's just something that he had said. And it was, like... It was very heartwarming to me for a brief moment. <laughs> All right. Kukui was going to challenge Ash to a battle. 
Tapu Koko got involved, took Ash's hat. This is kind of the first time it seems that the other students at the school have seen Tapu Koko. They seemed very shocked, maybe is the word? Surprised? They seemed very surprised that Tapu Koko came. Baffled is a good word. Yeah. Tapu Koko takes Ash's hat. Ash uh, runs to the forest. Everyone's following. Tapu Koko then returns the hat to Ash and offers to battle Ash. The hat Ash? The, the, the Ash's hat. Ash's hat. The hat of Ash. Tapu Koko laid down electric terrain, which is its ability to do so. What is electric terrain? It increases the damage of electric type moves, which benefits no one in this case because both <laughs> Tapu Koko and Pikachu are electric. That is true. But I think that has to, I think it does help show how powerful Pikachu's Z move is. I bet it wouldn't have been that big of an explosion if electric terrain wasn't down. What I thought was interesting, well, you're right. Um, but I thought that this whole situation was a good example of Tapu Koko being the guardian Pokemon. Um, because he was guiding Ash on how to do this correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, There's no sign or tell yet of why Tapu Koko picked Ash. And even Kiawe mentioned that earlier. Of I don't know what's so special about you. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> sick burns. There's a lot of, like, sick burns on Ash throughout these first two episodes. Yeah, we don't know why why Tapu Koko... Picked Ash, besides the fact that it would drive the, the Sun and Moon story, but I'm sure there's actually a, a better reason for that. It seems like the battle was only set up to teach Ash how to use the Z-move, because Tapu Koko resisted the entire move, even though it blew up half the forest. Yep. Uh, which goes with my theory that when Pikachu uses Gigavolk Havoc in the future, it won't be that big of an explosion because electric terrain won't go down. And that was pretty much the episode his z crystal shatters so kiawi tell not sorry not kiawi kukui tells him that you need to do island challenges to get a new z ring and ash of course is hey let's do this yeah and then uh i'm pretty sure kukui is like but first here you go and hands him a pokedex oh and it was like that's the end of the episode ends on the pokedex which if you're a sun and moon player you know that this is Going to be the Rotom decks. And if you don't know that, there you go. It's the Rotom decks. <laughs> uh, some Pokemon debuts in this episode. This first time we saw Rockruff. First time we saw Kamala, the koala in the uh, tree. We see Litten for, I think, a brief second, too, yep. in this episode. Some major events. I don't. Th- I think we got all of them. Z-Ring, the Z-Crystal shatters. Ash learns about regional variants. Uh, some trivia for this episode. All right. Who was that Pokemon? Rock Ruff. Yeah, I, I won that too, by the you way. You always... And I tried. I tried. You almost had it. I... You, you, you got the rock out, but not the rough. <laughs> you always got to remember the rough. Okay. okay. Uh, some trivia here. Jesse, James, and Meowth narrate the preview for the next episode. I don't think we get narration in our... We don't get a setup to the next episode at the end of our episodes. That must be a Japanese thing. It might be after the credits. I, because I that's what it's normally. That yeah, it but normally... I don't think Disney XD does that. Okay. Those are like the best part. 
of anime. Not really, but like recently, I've been really enjoying them because it's fun. Sets um, it up. Uh, Ash reads the Who's That Pokemon in the dubbed version. He did? That's what it says? Uh, interesting. Play it back. There was an error in this episode. Ash, Ash, as the screen flashes between Ash and Pikachu just before Pikachu fires off Gigavolt Havoc, Pikachu can be heard talking but not actually opening its mouth. Okay. <laughs> I don't think... Obvious mistake. Ooh, big deal. Anything else? No, that seemed to be it. No, no, like, noteworthy trivia to really come from this. Okay. I think that's the episode where it seemed like people liked the first one. That's good. I mean, we're just hanging out. Talking about the, the Haname. Please don't. Why do you do that? I hate it. It's the correct pronunciation. Pronunciation. Yeah. Pronunciation. That's what I said. <laughs> Some of us are just a little more cultured than others. Oh. Where can they find you? I said Lorsch. They can find me on Twitter at Devin Carrots. Uh, D-E-V-O-N-C-A-R-R-O-T-S. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm also, yeah. Yep. I'm around. I've been uh, places. Find me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. Follow the podcast at Pokemon Podcast. I'm assuming most of you already do that since you're subscribed to the Patreon. Uh, and again, just a huge thanks for, uh, being a Patreon member and supporting us at a four dollar or more level and letting us do this thank you uh it's much appreciated we'll see you like like i said in slack uh, our goal is to do at least two episodes a week we could do more than that but at least two episodes until we catch up and once we catch up we'll go down to one episode a week because obviously we'll be caught up so that that is the plan again thank you so much if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't be afraid to email us, sbj at pcamncast.com. And if it is specifically for this podcast, include Steve and Irene in your in your header slash intro. You could also say Irene and Steve. You, you could switch them up if you wanted to, but that will uh, <laughs> be this episode. Okay. We got we to do our ending. Remember? I'm saying thank you. Okay. So I say... Wait, what do you say before I say thank you? Uh, you say Alola and I say goodnight. Alola and goodnight is yeah. what you say. Yeah. So I say Alola and goodnight. <laughs> oh my gosh, why do you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>